Hello, everyone, and welcome to the new season of the Purposeful Life Show with your host, Adrian Starks. I'm excited to share some new updates of the show with you, starting with a new look, sound, and energy, as well as a variety of guests coming aboard with intriguing topics of conversation. I hope you enjoy the new level of energy that will be brought to the show. Thank you for all of your support since the very beginning in 2019. Wow, it's been three years already? <laughs> because of you, the Purposeful Life Show is now in the top 5% of all podcasts globally, and we aim to get it into the top 1%. Continue listening to the show and share it with others. You can also now listen to the show on my Facebook page at Adrian Starks, where you can comment in real time and communicate with me about your aha moments. Thank you again for all of your support, and let's make this one hell of a year and be purposeful about doing that. Wishing you all much love and success. Hi, my name is Adrian Starks, and welcome to the Purposeful Life Show on the Champion Up Podcast. This podcast is for the courageous creators wanting to create a life of meaning, adventure, and fulfillment, all while helping to make the world a better place. I'm happy you're here, and if you're new to our show, make sure to give us that five-star rating and subscribe so you don't miss out on future episodes. Also, connect with us on Facebook and Instagram at Champion Up. It is always that one idea that could be your breakthrough. It's time to step into your courage and believe the champion in you. Well, hello, everyone. Thank you for chiming in today on our Purposeful Live show on the Champion Up podcast. My name is Adrian Starks, and I am the host. I'm so happy to have you here. Make sure you give us that five-star rating and go and subscribe to the show so you don't miss out on the amazing, powerful content coming your way weekly. Also, go to the App Store. Type in the word Champion Up and get that amazing free Champion Up app that you can have in the palm of your hands and review information daily that we'll also be sending to you. Today's topic is so fun for me. We're going to talk about fear in today's society. Can we actually be fearless in today's society? That seems to be the big thing going on now. Fear, 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 fear. And it happens to be one of the most you know, common words used throughout all cultures because it is something that we talk about a lot, fear. But I really feel like we live in a world today where we are being controlled by fear. Think about it. Whenever you turn on the television, you watch the news. Hopefully you're not watching the news all day. But when you turn on the television and you put it on the news, what is the first thing that comes up to you? Some accident, some tragedy, some problem. You never see anything optimistic, positive, constructively powerful for you. You see what drives your fear only. That puts you into a state of protection, a state of restriction, a state of limitation, and you operate on this daily. You're thinking to yourself, well, if this is happening here, I, I can't take any steps outside of my comfort zone or any steps into the uncertainty because I don't want this thing to happen to me. That's how we're being controlled to a certain extent. If we think about reading things, you know, newspapers, magazines, you get the latest updates on problems in other people's lives, right? but we never really focus on the great things in life. So can we be absent of fear in today's society? Absolutely not. And actually, I believe fear is a good thing if it's used in a certain way. You see, biologically, we're wired to be fearful of things. That's what keeps us alive. 
Think about us back in the primitive days, before we had this modern state of society, before we had buildings, homes, all these extravagant things that we have now as human beings. When we lived out in the wild, if something were to happen to someone that we knew, some danger or some physical ailment that was, you know, occurred through some animal or some kind of, you know, uncontrolled um, environment, we wouldn't go in that area, right? The alert would be, don't go in that area because this could happen to you. Well, we still operate on that state today. We're not in the middle of the woods anywhere. We're not in a primitive state, but we are in a more sophisticated society. But our minds still operate on protecting us from dying too soon. So yes, we do have fear. And some of your most successful and powerful people across the planet, your most creative people, they always have fear, but they operate it operate on it in a different way. They work beyond their fears. They understand it. They don't suppress it inside themselves and ignore it. They take it to light and they say, okay, this is a challenging moment for me and I don't feel good about it, but I need to work through it anyway. You know, I love Mark Twain, the author and writer who said this about fear. He said, courage is the resistance to fear, the mastery of fear, not the absence of fear. Hello, Mark Twain. Thank you. Someone finally said it. I'm going to say it again. Mark Twain's quote was this. Courage is the resistance to fear, mastery of fear, not the absence of fear. So where did this term fearless come from? Why are we using it? And why do we think that it's actually real? It's not real. I don't care how many people say it, how many people use it. Being fearless is not real. What's real is this. We're going to separate that word and turn it into two words, fear less. We're going to fear, we're going to pause there, less. Fear less. Acknowledge what you're fearing. Is that actually danger to you? Or are you going to die behind it? 90% of the time, you're not. <laughs> okay? You're not. So we have a pause. And then we think to ourselves, okay, now I should not be fearing this as much. Doesn't that sound wonderful now? Doesn't that take some pressure off of you? When you're at work and you're upset and you think that something's going to happen, think about it. Is this detrimental to my well-being today? Am I going to die behind this? Most likely you're not. If this person gets upset with me because I was direct with them and I said what I needed to say because I need to start being true to what I feel and what I want to express, are you going to die behind that? No, you're not. But you will die internally if you don't express yourself in the right way. You see, what we fear the most of are the things that really don't bring us any danger. We fear rejection. We fear disapproval. We fear people not understanding us. We fear failing. We fear losing something that we can gain back. All these things are fears that we don't need to hold on to. So that's what I mean by fearing less in today's society. Does it mean that we should be totally absent of feeling from anything else or have no empathy or sympathy from things going on around the world? Absolutely not. It is good to be aware of things. It is good to be knowledgeable about things going on, but it's not good to have these things be attached to you as a means of how you make your decisions and you you know choose what you do daily. That takes away your ability to create wonderful things out here in the world and make an impact. I have fears. I do. I'll admit this. But one thing I've learned to do about my fears is I ask myself a question. How much of this is coming from me just being scared to do it? Right? 
or how much of this is actually true? Like, is this going to really hurt me? So if I make a business decision about something, yes, I do have a fear that it may not work. But however, I will think about it and say, okay, if it doesn't work, it doesn't work, but I need to move through this or else I won't know if it'll work or not. So I do operate on levels of fear, but I make sure that I'm holding myself responsible for not allowing myself off the hook and we should do the same. So what can you do today to begin to rid yourself of less fears? Well, one, stop worrying about everything. You know, worrying is like being in a rocking chair. I used to be told by my, you know, grandmother. It's like, you know, when you sit there in a rocking chair, you're moving, but you ain't going nowhere. <laughs> Come on now. Oh, I miss her. But yeah, it's true. If you're worrying, yeah, your your mind's moving, but it's not going anywhere. You're just sitting there going in circles. So stop worrying about things that one, you can't control. All right. You can't control the way the world spins. You can't control people's attitudes. You can't control the weather. You can't control what happens, you know, five years from now. But you can control your actions and behaviors now and what you think about most. What are your most dominant thoughts? What are your most dominant feelings? And that will determine what kind of world you are experiencing. You cannot control the past. Stop worrying about it. It's already happened. So fearing the past of what could happen again in the present, that's just a waste of time. Don't do that. Be in the present moment and really focus on what you can do now and operating on a level of courage, operating on a level of motivation that brings you some type of power back into your life. Don't operate on fear. When you operate on fear that lowers your self-esteem, it lowers your self-confidence, and you feel like you're not capable of dealing with your problems. You feel like you're not capable of being a part of this world, and you are capable of doing all those things because you deserve to be here. I have really learned that majority of that the majority of people on this planet, they fear success. They fear what responsibilities come with it. We talk about failure, but they fear success. They fear what happens if I change this direction in my life and if I change myself and if I change the way I want to do things, what would happen to my friends and family? What would happen to the people that I care really deeply about? Well, they may change as well. They may not like your changes and that's okay. Remember that you're not responsible for anyone's life except for yours. Now, if you're a parent, yes, you are responsible for your kids. I get that. They need to learn how to survive and eat, but you're not responsible for people's emotions. I want to reiterate this. You're not responsible for people's emotions. And that's where a lot of your fear comes from. That's why you hesitate. That's why we're not able to be our really true selves and really express from a deeper level of, of what we really want to say and do because we're not fearing less in today's society. I want to share a story with you that has really impacted me in so many levels, and I hope this impacts you as well. I read about this a while ago, but it never left me about how fear can really cause us to miss out on something. There was a man facing a firing squad, and he had seen many of his comrades before him go down in smoke. They were placed up against the wall and shot to death. This man was next. However, the general in the army liked this man. And he said, I'm going to give you a choice. Door number one or 
door number two. Now, you know what's behind door number one. Your comrades have experienced that. But for you, I'm going to give you a choice of door number two. So if anyone in this matter would say, well, what's behind door number two? And the gentleman asked him, he goes, what's behind door number two? And the general said, I'm not going to tell you. You have to choose. But I will give you this. You sleep on it overnight. We'll give you your a good evening meal. We'll be at your door by 8 a.m. tomorrow morning. So, of course, this man went back to his room, had the meal of his dreams, but he couldn't eat that night. He was in this fretful state of thinking about what is behind door number two and why won't he tell me? So fear just paraded his mind that whole entire night. He didn't even sleep. That morning, they come knocking on his door at 8 a.m., just like the general said. The man opens the door. They carry him out into the long corridor, walking him to where they were waiting. As he gets outside, the general says, all right, have you made your decision about which door you're going to choose? And the man sort of hesitates, looks around. Come on now, the general says. We don't have all day. I've given you two choices. Make your choice. And the man shakes his hand a little bit and he points his fingers toward, he, he's breathing toward door number one. I, I, I choose door number one. The general says, are you, are you sure about door number one? Is that what you want? I've given you two choices. And then the gentleman says, yes, door number one. He walks through door number one and the life ends. His body falls and he goes up. Everything goes up in smokes. And there's nothing left but just the smell of gunfire. The general walks up and as the smoke disappears, he sees his body on the ground and he shakes his head and he says, I really liked that man. This young man from his army walks up with enough courage to ask a question that everyone feared asking. He goes, General, he goes, why, what's behind door number two? The general looks at the young man. He says, I admire you for your courage. He says, door number two was going to be freedom for him. And there's a moment of silence. And the young man said, but when you told him door number one, you didn't give him much information about door number two. And the general said, well, as he walked the corridor, did you see me go whisper in his ear? And I told him that door number two had the most dangerous thing that he's never experienced before. It would frighten him. But he may have the opportunity to have a better outcome than door number one. You see, I wasn't supposed to give him that hint, but I knew that I needed to because I liked him. The gentleman says, young man says, well, why didn't he just choose door number two? And the man says, well, he didn't choose door number two because it was unknown to him. It was uncertain. From my years of being in this military, most people will not choose things that are uncertain to them or unknown. To them, that's the most dangerous thing out there. But if he would have taken door number two, he would have had personal freedom, the freedom to live, the freedom to decide where he gives up, to decide where he moves on, 
but he chose the familiar. He feared something different. He feared taking on another opportunity. And that's what his choice was. If you're listening to this right now, and I know you are, you're probably thinking, am I choosing door number two daily? (laughs) Am I giving up on myself or am I choosing door number one? Most people choose door number one because they just choose the familiar. But it takes away everything that they stand for. Not too many people choose door number two, personal freedom, the ability to make mistakes, to make their own decisions, to go on their own journeys. That's what you must do if you're going to create the life that you really love. To to create meaning and purpose in your life. To move forward beyond your obstacles. Maybe you've been through a divorce. Maybe you're going through a, a bad relationship you want to get out of. Maybe you're wanting to switch jobs. Maybe you're wanting to try something different with your life once and for all. Maybe you need to say that one statement to the person that you need to say to just end this battle of arguments. That's choosing door number two, personal freedom. It's not meaning that you are fearless. It's meaning that you're choosing to fear less of the outcome that you don't even know is going to happen. In today's society, everyone is choosing door number one. I'm just going to choose what always works for me. That's door number one. Everyone else is doing it. I'm going to choose it. They're safe. I'm safe. I'm secure. Must be the best. But these people never experience the happiness and joy, the ability to roam free and travel the globe and to do what they love and to touch other lives because they choose door number one. Now, if you like choosing door number one, great. That's okay. But if you're wondering why you're stuck in life, if you're wondering why you keep getting the same results, it's because you're choosing door number one too much. Albert Einstein, a great scientist, said that insanity is doing the same things over and over again, expecting different results. If you keep going through door number one, what result do you think you're going to get? So let's think about fearing less in society. What can you do today that you can fear less of? What can you do? What steps can we take? So let's do step number one. Number one, the first step is not to worry about something that has not happened. That's the first step of fearing less in life. Don't worry about tomorrow, next week, next month. Try to focus on what you can get done today. Second step is don't think about worst case scenario. A lot of people do this. They think about, well, if I can just predict this outcome, then I can prepare for it. Well, that's great. But if you're predicting for an outcome that you don't want, then why would you prepare for it? Who would want that for themselves? Don't do that. And the third step is your attitude. You must wake up every day with the attitude of knowing that you have been chosen to be on this planet and that you have a reason to be here and that The world wants you to be here. There's no fear and there should be no fear in breathing and living. You shouldn't fear your life. You should respect and love it. So those are the three things I want you to focus on. One, don't worry about tomorrow. Don't worry about next week or next month. Think about today. What can you do today that's impactful for you? Two, don't think of worst case scenario. Think of best case scenario. Yes, I get it. We have to prepare for things. I know. But don't think of the outcome that you don't want. 
remember that you are a master creator of your life. And whatever you harbor inside yourself the most of, whatever you think about, whatever is your dominant thought is going to be what you're going to create out, create out here in the world. And then the third step is gratitude, having this sign of just being grateful to be on this planet, knowing that your feet that you walk on deserve to be here. If you don't, if you can't walk, if you're in a chair, you know, wheelchair, that regardless, you deserve to be here on this powerful planet. And that is something that you should not be fearful about. I know that there are things out here in the world that are dangerous to us, but do you think I'm worrying about a grizzly bear coming and attacking me or some kind of cougar or some type of wild animal coming attacking me? No, I'm not. But they're out there. There's criminals out there too that can rob me, but I'm not worried about that. There's things going on across other countries that are happening, but I'm not worrying about that. Why? Because I can't control it. When we start trying to control things externally, we have lost the ability to control ourselves internally. And that's where true power comes from. Self-autonomy, governing ourselves. And that's how we become fearless, or as I would say, fearing less. When we start to think about what we can control with ourselves and our world. So I want you to really take this in and not think about being fearless, but fearing less in today's society. This has been an absolute wonderful time with you all. And I'm so excited that you now know the difference between being fearless and fearing less. Remember about that door number one or door number two. Think about that. Which door are you taking daily? Are you taking door number one, fear door, or door number two, the door of courage, the step into something different and try new things out? This is Adrian Starks, the host of the Purposeful Live Show, and I encourage you to walk through your fears and be that courageous creator in your life. This is the Purposeful Life Show and the Champion of Podcast with myself, Adrian Starks, and thank you for listening. If you've enjoyed our podcast today, don't forget to give us that five-star rating and subscribe to the show so you don't miss out on the powerful life-changing content on future episodes. Also, make sure to go to championup.net for even more life-changing content. Until then, I encourage you to be the courageous creator in your life.